Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Hi, everybody. It's 2021. We did it. We made it. We did it. Yeah. We're still here and we are safe and hopefully without COVID. Yes. And we also hope that you are safe and without COVID and all your family members. And thank you so much for sticking with us. Yes. And welcome to 2021, I guess. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Jean, yeah. how would you summarize the year 2020? <sighs> wow. How do we summarize it? Um, I think it was very unpredictable. <laughs> Every step of the way was just a guessing game. And for a planner like me, it was definitely um, a different experience. But, mm. you know, lots of lessons to be learned there, too. And, um, yeah, I feel like we just, like, I don't know, the things that are most important, I feel like, maybe came more to the forefront of our lives this year, at least for me. And that was yeah, in a way, with that. yeah, it was in a way kind of refreshing to slow down and appreciate the important things in your life. Yeah, you totally. Know? Yeah. I would definitely agree with what you said, basically. Yeah. It's been tough, but also I think it went quite fast. I, I'm surprised that it's almost been a year right. since the, all of this stuff went down. It's, yeah pretty pretty wild that it went by yeah and yeah i don't know like it keeps you busy i guess with all of these like extra updates like week by week keeping really busy. <laughs> you have no clue what's gonna happen with anything so it just keeps your mind busy and then it just goes by yes petra has smoke coming out of her ears <laughs> that's how i picture her Basically, that's how I look like. Don't worry about that. That's a reality. <laughs> been really I've been working work. hard. She really has. Yeah, I've been yeah. working hard. Yeah. Uh, so hope that hope it's going to be visible. It's <laughs> a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. Mainly Petra's going into this. And yeah. Yeah. We, but yeah, we are so grateful that um, you're sticking with us and, you know, listening and Yeah, and supporting us. And, exactly. And giving us very nice feedbacks from yeah. all around the world and and thank you so much for all of that because without you you know it would be pointless <laughs> honestly it would just be us talking to ourselves and that's a little embarrassing <laughs> i mean yeah <laughs> but you know a bit of madness but it's madness fine. never hurt anyone <laughs> but it's kind of therapeutic for us i think true and yeah like it's good that other people can <laughs> benefit from our therapy <laughs> yeah hopefully you can benefit and not are annoyed with our plumbing we're trying our best to do it the best we can yeah yes mm. exactly but yeah we have so many new things we you know try to do our best to bring new things and and plan new things and ta-da we have one big surprise <laughs> for for you, our listeners, and it's our new website. Yay! Uh, yay! Thank you to my boyfriend, by the way, because he he did all the coding and he actually made it work, which, you know, kudos to him. Yes. But I also put a little bit of, you know, work into it and I designed the website. So whatever you see there, 
You are like and just... all the graphics and stuff. That's my word. <laughs> she, you wear so bragging. many hats. Rita wears so many Not hats. Bragging. She's the mad hatter. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I am definitely. Yeah. Um, that's one of my hats. So just so you know. Yes. And yeah, we hope you will like it, and you can find yes. it on masteringfinland.com. Very easy. Very easy. We can directly listen to our episodes there. You can also newly read blog posts about the episodes where we add additional links and information that are relative to every episode. Yes. So, so yeah. It, that's good. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah, so stay tuned for updates about upcoming collaborations and follow our Instagram page at mastering.finland.podcast for more specific information and up-to-date information. Yeah, that's mainly where we post, but also our Facebook page, which is Mastering Finland Podcast. Yeah, and we have many collaborations coming, so, you know, stay tuned. And if you're interested in collaborating with us, let us know. We are looking for, you know, yes. collaborating with whoever there is to create a bit of a community yes, sense. Absolutely. We are all down for so, collaborating. Definitely. So let us know if you have any tips or if you yourself would be happy to collaborate with us. Yes. And I guess it's all. Is there anything else we want to share? Um. Yeah. No, I think we yeah. covered it. And once again, we are yeah. really grateful. And I'm grateful to Petra also for wearing all the hats. <laughs> Her. the mad hatter the mad hatter yes and yeah yeah i'm looking forward to 2021 and all the guests that we have planned there's already quite a number right yeah Um, there is interested and who reached out and who like we are also you know collaborating with and um it's gonna be it's gonna be a great year yeah, we believe so. Yeah. Hopefully better than the last year, even though it was good, hopefully, sort of, for our podcast, but not for the humanity <laughs> as much. <laughs> hopefully this year is going to be good for our podcast and also for the humanity. So, you know, just that. Yes, yes. Hopefully good. All right. I think it's about time we basically cut it. Okay. Uh, so thank you again, everybody. And enjoy our future episodes and happy new year. Yes, happy new year. Moika. Hey, welcome, welcome to, to our, our podcast, podcast Mastering Finland. Finland. I'm Jane and I'm from California. I'm Petra and I'm from the Czech Republic. We're here to chat about our life in Finland. Hello everybody. Today we have a new great guest on. His name is Mark with whom I got connected via our Instagram profile. And we discussed so many different topics related to life in Finland But one of them is very, very actual, and it's Brexit, because Mark is originally from the UK. Hello, Mark. How are you today? Hi, Petra. I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, thank you very much for coming. So you as a UK citizen are going to have a... Now you're going to have a hard time because of what's about to come. So, But let's first talk a bit about your backstory and how you got to Finland and... Why did you come and how long have you lived here? Sure. 
Okay, so uh, originally, um, when I used to live in the UK, I used to work in London as an energy market analyst, and essentially, I just wanted to take a break, uh, like a gap year, and go traveling uh, for two years, really. Um, and initially, I actually planned to go to Norway because I wanted to be uh, a wilderness guide, basically somewhere with snow, where it was a bit colder than what you can find in the UK. Um but I couldn't find anywhere in Norway, so I actually just ended up in Finland by accident, I guess. I just happened to find someone that took me. Uh, but once I got here, I liked it so much that uh, I kept returning to it. So I've lived in Finland for kind of three winters, really. And this is the first time that I've spent the whole year here. So I've been here now since November last year. Um and yeah, now I live. Uh, I used to live in Kusama, the Novonostro Bofnia, just below Lapland. Uh, and now I live in Kuopio with my girlfriend. And I am hoping, if everything goes well, to be able to stay here. Yeah! Wow! What a nice story. I mean, it's it's so cool how you got here via accident, basically, and then you you know sort of fell in love with Finland that much that you decided to stay here. Which, yeah, is, which is really nice. Mm. Yeah, I think, at least speaking from my experience in the UK before, typically when we think of the Nordic countries, it's Norway or Sweden or maybe even Denmark. Um, I don't know why, but we don't really see as much of Finland. I think that's changing now, particularly because Finland keeps ranking uh, as first place. Um, in the world happiness report and other things like that so there's more of a tourism interest but certainly i never really considered it when i thought about the nordic countries so but i mean i've loved every minute of it since i've been here yeah so how was your first year do uh, you still do you still like it after experiencing all the different season sort of seasons that exist here in finland <laughs> um i definitely like the winter more I think it's really magical in Kusama or Ruka. Um, you get temperatures of as low as like minus 30, maybe even lower. I got to work outside all the time. Um, you get to see the northern lights regularly. And even when the sky is just clear, the colors are amazing. And for me, it was really amazing. I don't know. I do like the summer in Finland, but I could do without the mosquitoes. It's not my favorite part. But otherwise... Autumn is really nice. Spring is beautiful, and in autumn, Ruska is fantastic. Um, so I do. I really like the way of life, and I like being able to go to the sauna. And there is always a lake somewhere nearby if you want to go swimming. And I generally like the Finnish culture, I guess you would say. And I like it whether I've been living in the middle of nowhere or in, I guess, Kuopio is like a small to medium-sized city. In Finland, um, I don't have so much experience of Helsinki. I've only been there a few times for a few days, but yeah, generally I I really like all of the country, and I I think I'm happier here on average than I would be in the UK. Not because I think there's anything wrong with the UK. I just think the Finnish way of life suits me better on a personal level. Yeah, I think I can definitely, you know, say the same that back in my country in Czech Republic like it's fine and you know it's it's possible to live there is not like such a big issue but I think I fit in better like here in Finland <laughs> when it comes to the mindset when it comes to how people are 
And you know, I just like my personal space. So thank you. Awesome. It's good. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah and with the uk i mean i can imagine because you know i visited a few times and the more north you go the more friendlier people are and suddenly people are calling you love people who you've never met and it <laughs> freaks me out the first time <laughs> i can imagine i'm actually from the north originally i then i moved to London afterwards but yeah that is definitely true in my experience um and I do get that point about having personal space in Finland. I think the UK is, I think Finland is 50% bigger in like land space than the UK, or somewhere around there approximately. And they only have a population of 5 million people. And in the UK, we have more than 10 times that. So it's definitely nice to be able to go for a walk in the forest and just not see anyone. Yeah, that's true. But don't you mean don't you miss the history? You know, because in UK you have so many like castles and everything is very history based. Um, I hmm, maybe I'm a little spoiled. I don't think I find it so interesting anymore. And you can find it in a lot of places in Europe. I don't know. I still have the ability to return to the UK when I want to, and ultimately it's only about a three hour and a bit flight to go back. So. I guess, and I miss my friends a bit sometimes, but overall, I think I'm still happier. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's really good. Well, let's get to the you know sad topic now. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking okay. of how you're happier, um, so Brexit, right? We are recording today is December twenty first, and the UK is officially leaving the EU on January the first. Is that true? Yes. Yeah, 2021. So already left, technically, at the start of the year. Mm. Now it will kind of, the transition period will end. Yeah. Okay, so what does it mean for uh, British citizens who live in Finland? Mm. And what, what they have to do? Are there any, like, is there any paperwork? I assume there is. What sort of things you have to do to be able to stay here? Yeah, so I will speak uh, from like my own perspective, because that's why I have the most experience about it. So up until the 1st of January, I believe you can still at this stage um, apply for a right of residence um, in Finland. Now, what you apply for now is under the withdrawal agreement. Or if you're living in Finland and you just have a right of residence declared, then you also need to apply for a new right of residence under the withdrawal agreement. I think the difference is um, if you already have a right of residence, like I have myself, you have until the end of September next year to apply for a right of residence under the withdrawal agreement. It's essentially the same document, but you need to reapply for it because Finland has very kindly offered to allow people to continue to maintain their EU rights, only in Finland, if you're a UK citizen. But you can essentially live as you did before, but you need to re-register by uh, making an appointment with Migri, and then you need to bring certain documents. Like I think the main one is that you have uh, sufficient funds to live in Finland. So that de- uh, varies depending on what you're looking for, but I think it's around 12,000 a year. Um, and at least, yeah, and if you don't already have um, a right of residence in Finland, uh, but you are, you need to book an appointment immediately before the 1st of January. Um, and apart from that, I think that's really all you need to do. I'd need to check again what the specific documents are and everything else, but essentially when I came, I have, um, or I had before coronavirus, um, a small um, 
tourist business, essentially, taking people out into the wilderness. So I essentially just booked an appointment with Migri. Uh, I went there with my UK passport um, and also just documents showing that I had contracts with Finnish companies. I had sufficient money in my bank account to live. I mean, one of the things they want to see is that you're not just going to come to Finland and just immediately start claiming um, the employment benefit and you have no way to support yourself. Um, so basically, that's all I had to do. I'm sure there were a couple of other documents, but the main parts were really just take my passport and take um, my, my basically like means of income. So, otherwise, the, the, the whole application process was fairly simple. Um they were quite easy with me about it, at least in my case. I mean, it is a bit anxious when you're waiting to hear back about the decision, but they were generally quite welcoming and the whole process was simple. And, um, yeah, they gave my right of residence. I haven't applied for a new one yet under the withdrawal agreement because I will wait until I've applied for some universities and before I make my final decision. But otherwise i think that part was i mean it is fairly simple and you can go onto the migri website they have a whole section about brexit detailing exactly what you need to do how to book the appointment uh what you need to bring to it i mean i think the whole process is quite transparent and um, easy for people to understand yeah yeah i might maybe add a bit more because my boyfriend he's also from the uk and he's lived here for it's it's been longer than five years now and i know that they stated the difference like if you resided in Finland for more than five years then you can apply it for the like permanent resident uh, position which basically as you said he did all the paperwork that they told him bring passport bring I think pay slips and prove that he's been really here living for five years and uh, based on all that then he applied for the permanent resident and But the funny thing is that basically he applied, everything was very smooth and, you know, he got appointment and, and so on. But then the waiting period that it showed him for his application was 365 days. Really? So basically, yeah. Wow. So basically it showed him that he's going to wait one year for the decision. Mm, okay. Which is which is quite shocking. But at the same time, I get that they have probably many people and they just want to, you know, sort of like put it up. So people don't expect to have it in a month or something. But yeah, 365 so. days is a lot. But then, <laughs> for example, when they did mine, and I'm not asking for, a, I wasn't asking for a permanent right of residence. Mm. It was only, I waited maybe two weeks. Yeah. The decision, but obviously now there is coronavirus and people can't be in the office, and because it's getting closer to the deadline, I assume they have more and more applications. Yeah, exactly. That's what I would think. So let's see how long it is really going to take. Hmm. <laughs> for him to get the papers a little longer than they told me <laughs> yeah but just you know so you know that if you apply and then you will get this crazy like number of days just don't be surprised because they are probably overwhelmed with everything that's happening in the world right now oh, good to know <laughs> yeah yeah okay so I mean, you said it's probably everything. Is there anything else that, that British citizens have to take into consideration right now? Um, I don't think so, speaking from what I've found. I mean, obviously, if you've been here for five years and you can speak Finnish, you can start applying for a citizenship. And the, the UK and Finland both allow you to have two passports, so 
you can do that and then just have a dual passport and you can continue basically to move freely in the EU, which is something I'd love to be able to do. Um, but otherwise, speaking from my perspective, no. I mean, obviously, if you are here and you've been here for more than three months, it's also good after you have your right of residence with Migri to also apply with um, Maestrati to register a kind of... It's essentially permanent residence, but it's basically where you live in Finland. And also register with Posti as well. Um, so that they have your address. And then apart from that, I don't know anymore. I'm only speaking from kind of the perspective of like an entrepreneur because I've only had to do it from that angle. Um, but I think like you said, if like your boyfriend, you um, are working as an employee instead, then yeah. all you need to do is just bring your pay slips instead and uh, discuss with your employer. But yeah, apart from that, I think that's everything. I'm sure I'm probably missing out something, but those were the, the main things that I've had to deal with. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, so what kind of what kind of impact does Brexit have on, on you personally? Um, mm. how, how has it affected you so far and how do you think it will affect you in the future? Well, uh, I think just the timing hasn't been ideal with coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> Because certainly at the moment, at least, my, um, my income has basically been knocked down to zero because it's in the tourism industry and obviously no one's coming into the country now. Uh, that's okay for me. I found some ways to work around that. And actually, again, my group have been very helpful because I essentially told them I want to go back to the UK to work for eight months because it's much easier for me to get a job there. Um, so I'm going to do that. So I will actually leave Finland on the 7th of January. Assuming that um, I can still fly to the UK because obviously they have a strain of coronavirus now and then cancelling a lot of flights but i will see um but i can basically so i will apply to some finnish universities um i already have acceptance from some uk universities but i can accept those and just cancel and pay the deposit and it still works out cheaper for me because because i'll get to keep my rights as an eu citizen if i get a right of residence under the withdrawal agreement then i wouldn't have to pay any um additional university fees on top which is very that's amazing it is it is they that are is really amazing incredibly like how can i say i don't know just friendly and like easy and very helpful they're not really punishing you for brexit you know they give they have given a lot of flexibility to people to be able to continue uh, living in finland um so hopefully i will just go back to the uk work for eight months um during that time i think most of the applications they make decisions so you have to apply now until about mid-january and then the application decision comes back around april so ideally what would happen is i could wait see what the admission admissions decisions from the universities are um, and then just make a new appointment with migri to register my rights of residence again because i have enough like savings i think to meet their requirements to register my right of residence again so i can do that um, and then hopefully just return to finland in september then i can study for two years for the for a master's degree and uh, proceed from there so it's been difficult definitely it's not been ideal and a little bit quite a lot of stress and anxiety really 
because I kind of found like, okay, now I have no income. I can't register for a new right of residence. What do I do? So this is kind of the workaround I've made in the end that, okay, I'll, I can uh, do an advanced degree and that will give me more time to learn Finnish as well and build a network in or further build my network in Finland uh, and then move from there. Yeah, I think, you know, it's a good plan. Hopefully it's going to work all well for you and as, as much as you planned it, of course. But in general, it sounds like a very good plan and, and I really hope that you will be able to do it and and come back to Finland and be able to stay here. Yeah, I hope, so. The, I hope yeah. so. I made the mistake yeah. of getting a Finnish girlfriend now. <laughs> So before I didn't feel quite as much pressure to stay, it would be nice, but if it didn't go that way, then that's okay. I like living in the UK as well, but now I think I'm really trying, at least I will try my hardest to make sure I can stay. Um, yeah, and hopefully it will go well. And I'm happy that I have the option because certainly if they didn't allow um, such leniency with being able to reapply to keep your right of residence and giving you an extended timeline, and also not charging university fees and everything else, then it wouldn't be possible to do that. So I am very grateful to Finland that they've at least allowed me the possibility to try. Yeah, I mean, it's it's incredible. And as you said, they are not trying to punish, you know, the UK citizens, but they should not because the UK citizens that want to live abroad definitely didn't vote for Brexit, right? No. Let's be honest. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so, so that's the that. decision that my country has decided to take, but uh, that's what they've decided to go with. So I'm trying to do, I think every UK person that lives abroad is just trying to do their best to, to work in whatever way they can. Yeah. So has it changed somehow the relationship with your home country? How are you feeling about about your home country as a, as a, as a place? Um, no, I don't think it has really. I mean, I think I already felt quite restless when I was living in the UK, uh, which is part of the reason why I'm here now. Um, but no, I mean, I'm certainly disappointed in some of the decisions that the UK has taken towards Europe. Uh, I don't agree with them, but mm, that's the reason to have the democratically elected system and sometimes you might not like the decision they take uh, we've had multiple years now to consider whether we really want to do this and uh, they voted in another prime minister and even though the election wasn't entirely about that issue i mean we've had chances to try and get in a government that didn't want to continue with it so i mean no i feel maybe a little disappointed but If the country votes and decides that's what they want to do, then that's their decision. And yeah, I don't know. I still love my country, but I think I would be happy. To yeah, it. yeah, it's understandable for sure. So at the end, do you have any advice for people who might be in a similar situation when it comes to you know being able to stay in Finland, find a job, and so on? Um. Yeah, I think the main things I would say, I mean, first off, from an immigration perspective, don't be afraid to, I mean, obviously, just contact Migrate immediately. They are available by telephone, 
and, and their website has lots of excellent information and they've always been very helpful to me whenever I've asked and just laid out the options that are available. So definitely, I mean, obviously, and obviously if you are already living here and you don't have a right of residence yet, then make sure you apply for one immediately because it will be much more of a problem after the 1st of January. Oh, sorry, then after the 31st of December. Um, and apart from that, not really. I mean, obviously, I mean, it depends what your particular life situation is, but Finland's generally a very open country. I mean, obviously, if you want to stay and work here and it's not in industries like IT or the tourist industry, then you need to learn Finnish. Um, and yeah, I don't, all of Finland's general like institutions like uh, have been generally very helpful whenever I've contacted them and all the information is available online that you need. And there's always someone you can call uh, if you search for whatever questions you have, whether they're tax related, business related, immigration related, etc. Um, no, and apart from that, I mean, I think it depends so much on what your particular situation is. If you already work as an employee in business in Finland or you have a business that's still earning money in the current pandemic, then just apply for your right of residence and it's as simple as that. Yeah, I like how positive, you know, <laughs> I think we've had so many frustrated interviews with like people frustrated with Finland and it's so nice to see a positive view on how Finland is working well and have helping. You- foreigners to deal with that i can't i i mean i don't know what other people's expectations are and certainly i know i've discussed with you on instagram previously that i mean it's obviously more difficult if you just come here and you're looking for a job and there's a, a culture shift um and you need to be able to build an informal network and everything else but at least my experience has been always very good and i think i was quite fortunate to come here as an eu citizen and i just happened to basically stumble Uh, upon my job but I think again I just happened to know the right people that I met when I was living in Kusamo uh, and it was possible for me to gain um, to start a small business off the back of that so I think I was lucky in that sense Finland and Finland has always been very good to me and I have plenty of good Finnish friends that have helped me with everything Um There are some frustrations I have, but mostly just with the tax office. Um, I don't think it's as clear as, for example, in the UK. There's a bit more bureaucracy towards it, but otherwise, no, Finland has always been very good for me. And obviously it depends on everyone's individual situation. But yeah, I mean, I'm very grateful for all the opportunities I've had so far. And I mean, all you can try to do is try to make your situation work. And if it does, great. And if it doesn't, uh, that sucks. But those are the only options we have in life, really. (laughs) That is true. That is true. But yeah, thank you, Mark, so much. It's been so refreshing and and nice, nice to talk to you. And also thank you for sharing your own experiences with Brexit and, and how does it make you feel and what did you have to do and and yeah i wish you you know lots of luck so all the plans work for you well uh, that's no problem at all thank you very much for having me on and thank you for everything you do with the podcast as well it's always useful to listen to oh thank you thank you we are glad to do it and we always hope that it's you know useful to people yeah. all right cool. thank you everybody for listening and Let's hear you in our next episode. Bye.
Thanks, bye. Thank you for listening. You can subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts and other podcast providers. For more information, follow our Instagram at mastering.finland.podcast, subscribe to our monthly newsletter and keep an eye on our website masteringfinland.com. Have a nice day and good luck with your own Mastering Finland story. Bye!